when it comes to R&D, clinical trials are pivotal. But with the regulatory landscape in Europe changing, the continent is losing ground compared to other markets. With me to discuss is Dr. George Mathis, President and CEO of Appletree CI Group. Well, George, how is the approach to clinical trials changing and what sort of impact is this having in the medical industry? The industry's face is the fact that clinical development becomes much more expensive in a market which is slightly depressed. The requirements on clinical development, on medication and medical device development have increased dramatically over the past years. This is mainly due to the fact that clinical data have to be much more extensive and the quality has to be much better. That means that uh, clinical studies have become longer, more complex and more expensive. Adding to this is that uh, sort of all the normal diseases have been addressed and what industry is now doing is looking at rarer diseases which one could not treat in the early days and now one can but with highly expensive medicines. So again this contributes to much more expensive studies. Well as she said bringing a drug to market is extremely costly and actually very few make it in the end. So do you think the governments are doing enough to acknowledge and support this? Should governments really subsidize drug development? I don't think they should but what they could do is cut red tape and facilitate market entries and market access. To develop a drug, latest figures are between 1.2 and 1.5 billion US dollars. This includes all the attrition, a lot of which you mentioned don't make it to market authorization. Do governments appreciate that? Yes, I'm sure. They are aware of that. But the governments have a lot of stakeholders. On the one hand, they have patient groups, which want them to bring new drugs to the market. So they will enable and have the duty to enable new drug development. On the other hand, they have the entire taxpayers, which want them to contain costs. OK, so talk me through the impact on the upcoming medical device regulation in Europe on industry and also on contract research organisations. Medical devices are basically regulated on a self-declaration basis by manufacturers in which they assure that their devices comply with a number of requirements. This is a fast, non-bureaucratic procedure which has worked well to bring affordable and safe devices to the market. Now the new regulation will increase more authority, more administration. That's a disadvantage for the industry. The advantage for us as service providers, it needs more clinical work. So it's good news, but that clinical work has also been be provided efficiently in order not to raise costs unnecessarily. So bearing all of this in mind, what's the prospects for the healthcare industry in a more controlled, cost-sensitive environment? The healthcare industry really has good prospects. We, we look at an aging population. We look at the more affluent population worldwide. Example here is India has more affluent people than the entire population of America. And these people can afford healthcare, can afford even expensive healthcare. However, the growing demand is exactly what creates problems for healthcare providers and governments because their funds do not grow proportionally. The industry will grow, but it will grow at lower margins and pharmaceutical and medical device companies need to possibly rethink their business models to cope with this challenge. Do you think small and mid-sized service providers will actually survive this current consolidation wave? In my opinion, not many really small companies, service providers will survive. It's inconceivable that the company like Allergan or Pfizer partners with a 50 people outfit. So they need to grow. Also what the big companies want, they want full service providers, really full service providers. Those who may survive, small to mid-sized companies who may be able to survive are very specialized companies 
companies specialized in geographical areas, specialized in expertise or in, in, in medical indications. And what trends are we currently seeing in the market? As discussed, we do see really two opposing trends. So we do have two movements, very expensive drugs for a small group of patients, which of course from an ethical point of view deserve that treatment. And we do have the mass market which is served by generics. Overall, the market will grow, but as I mentioned, uh, at smaller margins. Finally, how do you see the clinical trial market evolving in the future? In my opinion, the cost pressure, exactly the cost pressure which we discussed, which is part of the reason for the consolidation, will contribute to a growth of the clinical service market. Clinical trials are extremely complex, require experienced staff, complex organizations, and if they are within a company that always use that capacity, so it's void capacity. So outsourcing is an attractive option to optimize costs. And that's what we are seeing. So perspectives for healthcare providers, clinical trial service organizations is good, but they need, as we discussed, to adapt to the situation, maybe to grow, and there will be much competition.